Welcome back to the Who Cares Podcast. It's Lyndon. And Peyton. And uh, happy Testicular Cancer Awareness Month. Yes. Um, make sure to... Actually, like, was the... I saw a video. I don't know. remember, like, what's who celebrity... Like, what celebrity was. But there was a celebrity that was teaching me how to check for testicular cancer. It was Ryan Reynolds was teaching me how to... Yeah, yeah I watched it. Uh, he's actually doing a thing with uh, Omaze this, uh, this month. What's Omaze? Uh, it's like the sweepstakes website. Oh, yeah. And he has a pink Deadpool suit, and you can donate to it, which the money goes to some charity that deals with testicular cancer. And if you win the sweepstakes, you win the pink Deadpool suit. I kind of want to donate now. Yeah, I want to. I want to get a pink Deadpool suit. Yeah, and it's the one Ryan Ryan Reynolds wore. So, like, he was in it. Yeah, he wore it in the ad. Brother, all right. Well. Uh... I guess donate. We'll probably put a link on the description for you to go to that. I will. I'll. I'll put. I'll put a reminder. Yeah. But like, donate to testicular cancer, yeah. and uh, you may win a pink Deadpool suit. Yeah. Make sure your boys aren't lumpier than they should be. Yeah. Like he was telling me, he's like, like how to like you know like feel, feel around, feel the tubes and all that stuff. And I, I check myself, and I think I'm good. Yeah, I checked myself after. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, like, yeah, thanks to Ryan Reynolds, you know, make, make me touch myself. <laughs> you mean you didn't do that already to Ryan Reynolds? We're not having this conversation. <laughs> uh, but uh, drink of the day. Uh, Peyton, ha- Peyton has a... Uh, I have a bang flavor, flavor I have never tried before. It's the Power Punch flavor. I've never heard of it. It's supposed to be like a fruit punch flavored one. Yeah. Just opened it. Ooh, yeah, it's crisp sounding. And hang on. that smells good. You smell it. It does smell pretty good. And I got a uh, dang that's good butterscotch root beer. Is it good? Oh, that's really good. Is it like Hawaiian punch? Not quite Hawaiian punch, but like pretty pretty good. Butterscotch root beer is the best invention on on this earth. God came down. And put some of his bodily fluids into this boot root beer. <laughs> That's how good it is. We're two minutes into the podcast. It's all right, man. It's it's been too long. Um, how you been? I've been all right. Uh, Anything exciting that that's happened the past few days, weeks, uh, months? Well, <laughs> you can even talk about years, honestly. Like I don't care. Yeah, my life is pretty uneventful. Can't relate. I went to a drive-in theater. Oh, for like the first time in like six years, and uh, in uh, Southern Illinois, where we where we reside at, um, if you ever want to like see like what the American population like as a whole looks like, go to a drive-in theater. I've been to a drive-in theater twice in my life. Those are some of the most grossest people I have ever seen at a drive-in theater. Yeah, yeah, there. There's like, a reason I've only been twice. Like, like I look, I I was the best like looking person at that drive-in theater. That's, that's a doubt. why they go to one where they don't have to get out of their car. You got like people ordering like because like at this drive-in, there's like a restaurant, yeah, and people go and they order like three cheeseburgers and. Cheese fries and okay, <laughs> and um, they like it's just 
people are showing up in their pajamas and like no bra. Like it looks like it's like Walmart but movie edition, <laughs> movie theater edition. It's rough. Oh. Like whenever you go to a movie theater, like that's where the that's where the normal people go. Yeah. Normal people go to the movie theater. You get these like you get the people of Walmart like that they're going to the drive-in theaters. In drive-in theaters, I love the gimmick of them. It's kind of cool, but like, eh. It, sorry, but like, I'm not in like the I'm not in like you know, the uh, the the bottom bracket of income. Yeah. Like I'm gonna flex on you with that like two extra dollar ticket at the AMC oh. near you. Yeah. This I, podcast is sponsored by AMC. I wish. Yeah, I wish too. They'd be giving us some big bucks. Yeah. But they're overpriced uh, as hell. The two I went to, I... You went to two different driven theaters? Yeah, well, it was the same theater, but I've been to them twice. Oh. Uh, one was way back. It was it was whenever Wally first came out. Dude, Wally was such a great movie. I watched Wally at a drive-in theater. That doesn't seem right. Like, I feel like the graphics of it would just be horrible. It was weird. I, I mean, I liked it, but... Then my second time, I caught like a Stephen or not Stephen King, a horror movie like double or triple feature. I forget what it was. That's it, the last thing I want to do is sit in my car out in the middle of nowhere and watch a horror movie on a on a tarp. Yeah, it was. Uh, I watched The Exorcist and The Shining. Oh well, then the, like those aren't that scary. So no, they're not. Like for their but, time, they were scary. But I, my big thing besides the people about going to a drive-in theater, what I don't like about it is bugs flock to me. I'm like an all-you-can-eat buffet to like mosquitoes and all that kind of stuff. So like I have to either stay in the car or like wrapped up to where you just made eye contact with me and peeled off the label. What? Yeah, it was, I, it was annoying me. That, that made me uncomfortable. Yeah. ASMR, I don't know. <laughs> but... But yeah, it's I don't I didn't have that problem. It was like forty two degrees outside. There was no bugs around me. Oh, I would have. That's the time I would have liked to have gone. Today it was the first time it's hit nineties this year. Oh, it was ninety two degrees today. Ew, summer's coming upon us. Ew, you know, like summer. No, I'm. I like the cold. I. I do. I do enjoy a little bit of a frostbite here and there. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, let's be honest. If you had to have, would you rather have, like, full body heat stroke or frostbite on your left testicle? Frostbite. Frostbite? Yeah. Like, it's like one place, but, like, you'd rather have frostbite? Yeah, oh, yeah, I'd rather have frostbite. I'd, I'd rather have frostbite on the nuts. Than, like, full body heat stroke? Yeah, oh. Huh. I'm going to endure some heat stroke in the months to come as I train for my marathon. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Running it July 12th, like... Ooh, it's coming up soon, then. Yeah, it is. Less than two months, like two months away. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday, I run 20 miles. Ah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. And I'm going to eat breakfast. I'm, I'm going to stretch for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Chillax for an hour. 
uh, warm up for like 15 more minutes and then go run. And I'm going to have, I'm going to run 10 by myself and then have, probably have someone else come run with me for the last 10. Just a little emotional support, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, keep me going because, uh, I'm going to be in pain. Oh, definitely. Like, it's like, it's like guaranteed. I just got to see how far I can go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think if you could run, if you can run twenty miles, you can run a marathon. Well, yeah, a marathon's what twenty six. Twenty six point two. Okay, so yeah, yeah. So, I mean, only, it's only six more miles. Yeah. Which I mean, you probably like, like, oh my god, it's a lot, but it's honestly not that far. It's mm-hmm. not. It can may seem far, but whenever you've already ran twenty six, seems easy. Yeah. Marathons are such a weird concept to me. Like, I get why people do it. The sense of accomplishment, they they like to do it. Yeah. But the idea of a marathon is so oh, weird. Dude, you don't even know. They, like, they go up to, like, uh, like 200-mile mega marathons. Yeah. Well, like, if anyone can run 20, 200 miles, email us. Whocareslisteners.com. Or whocareslisteners at gmail.com. Please. Which, speaking of. We have a dedicated email for you guys now. Yes. Who cares, listeners, at gmail.com. So anyone who, in the future, if we ever ask for anyone for questions or anything like that, we can uh, have a dedicated email. And we have a dedicated Twitter. Mm -hmm. It's a who cares pod. So uh, we post the episodes there and... uh, do a little advertising. We do we we do a little advertisement on on Twitter, and post. Um, you know, I eventually will start posting like memes about the podcast and gonna stuff start like that. Shit posting on the Twitter. Yeah, gotta do that. I mean, you gotta build a following. Yeah, and uh, it's a great way for me to harass content makers to come on this podcast. Yeah, which we've both been doing. Yeah, we have been. Everyone we can think of. I actually emailed the four-time World's Strongest Man, Brian Shaw, and actually got a response back. That is awesome. He said no. Well, but a, um, a no is just a gateway to a yes. I told him, I said, I appreciate it. And I said, I hope that this is not a no, it's a in the future. Because I was like, I, I told him in the email, I said... Even if it's a no, I hope this is like a connection to where we can work later on. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Uh, like I obviously haven't been haven't been emailing like you know people with millions of subscribers. Yeah, but I mean, but there's no harm in it. The the one like the one K subscriber YouTubers like that. Those are those are the people we're vulturing right now. Yeah. Like, is your channel dead? We're going for you. Oh yeah. You got so you got to work with the rats to get up to the flame yawn, you know. <laughs> That's the weirdest analogy, but you I gotta, get what you mean. You got to eat the maggots to get to the fruit. You know what I'm saying? I I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. You got to take the little like sh- like shish kebab things out of the pinwheels before you eat them. You know? Yeah, That's what we're doing. Yeah. Right now we're getting we're starting small so we can get some interesting guests on the podcast and yeah. then actually getting, you know, and then eventually raw PewDiePie on here. Eventually, you know how cool that would be having PewDiePie on this. Mm-hmm. I I can't fathom that. I like at that level right now. 
Yeah, we're we but, are nowhere near the level of having PewDiePie on here. Eventually. Eventually. Eventually, we'll have, we'll have a cult following. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, and then you know we have a Facebook too. Oh, you actually started the Facebook. Yeah, yeah. It's Who cares podcast on Facebook? You can look us up. Give us a okay. like, share, follow, subscribe, super chat, Prime. <laughs> uh, send a letter. <laughs> who, who cares? P.O. Box when? <laughs> yeah, we'll get that set up. You know, whenever we actually, you know, whenever we get quality supply of listeners. Yeah, but hey, those of you who do listen, you guys are the best. You know what? If for those who listen, send an, send an email to the po- to the podcast email, and if we want to get a P.O. Box set up, I would love to get travel travel brochures. Yeah, that would be really cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, wouldn't... from like from like around the world. Cause we have yeah. some we have some listeners from like Denmark and Romania, Romania, um, Bulgaria. That's a Belgium, that's a, Belgium, a Belgium. Oh, malaria. That's a disease. <laughs> and then that one person from British, which uh, I'm not sure who it is. Yeah, because we hate British people. I, I, out of the people I like, I've advertised yeah. to i can't think of a single one of them who's british we gotta think advertisement goes from mouth to mouth that is true so which one of you guys the og guys which one of you guys told told the british people about you know i'm gonna stop talking uh, this is the who cares podcast <laughs> but seriously <laughs> if you were our british listener send send us an email who cares listeners at gmail.com so we know why <laughs> why are you a listener yeah, we, that would actually be really cool. Like, why do you like? Why do you? Why do you listen to us? If you are listening to this episode, send an email. Who cares, listeners? At gmail.com, Why you like the podcast? Yeah, little poll for our for our listeners. Yeah, and that way we know what you guys like and what we can learn to do in the future. And so if you guys can... want, um, like listen, like if you guys want guests, send us those too. Yeah, send us the guests. We can reach out to them. We can see what we can do. We can. We have a very special guest coming on very soon, and I am fucking ready for it. Pay, you know who this is. I. Oh. Your mother wanted to come on the podcast. Oh my god! I don't know if I want her on here. I told Peyton that as if his if his mom wanted to come on, that I would gladly do a per, do a uh, interview of her. Yeah, my my mom has some stories. Oh my god! I'm gonna get like I'm gonna get the hooker days out of his mom. I don't think she. I I I don't think I. I'm not gonna even. I'm you, not talking. You wait, like you wait, like you're gonna hear some messed up. You're gonna hear some messed up stuff about your mom. Yeah, because like I won't care. I'll get to the I'll get to the juicy details. Oh my god. Just interview her about her Girl Scout stuff, man. Oh, I'll interview about what she did in Girl Scouts. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's like a section leader or whatever it's called. She's a section leader. I'm going to kill myself. Section leader? I'm going to kill myself on this podcast and make all of you listen. If you kill yourself on this podcast, it's free publicity for me. That is true. Pod, uh, local podcast owner, Lyndon Fox brutally sees his co-host Peyton blow his blow his head off 
I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. When's like you don't hear about very many po- podcast co-hosts shooting themselves on podcast. Yeah. You so, know, if we if we ever start live streaming, this would be great on the iFunny app. Oh my god! If you killed yourself on this podcast, I'd get featured. You would you would get featured and. Shout out to our iFunny fans. Yeah, I I love you guys. The Discord's funny. Love the Discord. And I hope we get the game night soon. Yeah, we're planning that. Sometime. Yeah, sometime this weekend, I think. This weekend? Yeah, that's what they said. I'm I'm not free this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm running 20 miles. That's true. I oh. gotta go, uh, you know. Well. I know, I know. I got like some ladies I gotta go. Oh, Oh. Throw, I know. I gotta go pimp out Saturday, oh. <laughs> and then Sunday I got church. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, but uh, um, so we'll touch on it briefly. Uh, Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, you mean Amber, Amber Turd? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um. <laughs> I have a thing for redheads, and uh, after watching that, uh, I, after watching that, you know, that trial, mm-hmm. still like redheads, but I'm scared of one. Yeah, <sighs> I mean, we, we're back. We're back in Johnny. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, it goes both ways. It yeah. goes both ways. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I hate I hate the stereotype of only women can get abused and only women can get raped and. Like only women can have, you know, can have emotions, and you know everything that can happen to a woman, I have can happen to a man. Man, besides like you know, give birth, have pregnancies. Yeah, I mean that's a guy can go to the gynecologist, but they'll just look at him weird. I mean, yeah, it's like they go down there to look. It's like that's not what I was expecting. It's like it's like a tourist going to like Thailand and how did you their... how did you know I was trans? <laughs> oh my god oh wow that's my that's my that's my girl i'm not even gonna finish that oh my god no but the the trial has been hilarious but like man i i am so glad herd's like defense is so shitty I mean, whenever Johnny is making the entire courtroom laugh, yeah, and the judge too. What made me die when I was listening to it? A mega pint of wine. What, what the fuck? What's a mega pint? That's what I was wondering. They need to serve that at restaurants. I guess. You know what we need to do? Hmm. We need to start our own alcohol company. We should. Who cares alcohol? Who cares alcohol? Who cares distilling? It makes it sound more official. Hmm. What kind of alcohol would we, would you want to make? I'm not sure. I mean, you know, we, we can make it like a variety. Of Who things. cares winery? Ooh. That sounds nice. Yeah. I, uh, Rolls I've off actually, the tongue nicely. I've been looking in how to make wine. How do you make wine? Well, it depends on what type of wine you're making, but it's fermented fruit juice. I mean... So, like, if I take some berries and stuff like that, and I, like, leave it in, like, a jar, it'll make wine? Kind of. That makes, like, I, th- I think they call that monkey wine. Monkey wine. Where it's just, like, just the fermented fruit. Ooh. But, like, I watched a video on how they made dandelion wine. Oh, that's cool. 
Yeah, and like they boiled they boiled water, dumped it over dandelions, let it steep and ferment. Uh, then they like added like uh, wine yeast and sugar to it, and they strained it out and let it finish fermenting in a different jar. Actually, the other day, me and my friends we were cooking out of the Skyrim cookbook. Yeah, which I do recommend that we made these souffles that were heavenly, Ooh. ten out of ten. But there was this uh, there was this recipe. It's called the Jar of Life, and the first ingredient was four cups of vodka. Oh my god! Like, four cups. Cups. It was four cups, and then just so it was just like so many seasonings and plants and stuff like that. How many is that meant to serve? One depressed guy. Jeez. Four cups of vodka. That has the same... You remember that clip where the lady's like, in two shots of vodka, and pours in like half the bottle? Yeah, just half the bottle. That's... I don't know. Like, it was like a bunch of like, like plants and stuff in it. And I don't know how it is because I'm underage, but mm-hmm. I mean, my... Uh, I'm sure my friends have drank it by now. and Yeah. I should probably ask him how it was. Oh, yeah. Because we're doing, like, a review of that entire cookbook. Mm-hmm. So everything we make, we're giving, like, a... Like a... One out... Like, we're giving a, you know, it's scale from one to ten. Yeah, yeah. Rating. And uh, so far, everything's been good. Recently, I made some uh, black licorice gin. Yeah. Like, I, I, I infused... I didn't make it, I should say. I infused uh, black licorice into gin. And I know a lot of people don't like black licorice. I love it. I do not. And if you like black licorice, it is amazing. Black licorice is for minorities. What do you mean by that? (laughs) No comment. (laughs) And what I mean by that is if you like black licorice, you are a minority. I am a minority. Are you? Yeah. I'm a fat guy. I mean, like... It's not a minority in America, but it's a a worldwide minority. Yeah, like (laughs) flexing on those Ethiopian kids. Imagine having the ability to be fat. Yeah, right? You know, hashtag first world problems. Yeah, like Ethiopian kids like must think that our fat is like our superpower. You know, if I could, I would donate fat to an Ethiopian child. Well, it says you can't just, like, take a knife and scoop just, someone out. <laughs> I watched a horror movie that had that. Oh, it was a horror short that You can get that. liposuction. I could, but, eh. I mean, so, like, what, what do you think they do with that leftover fat? Bro, I'd ask if I could keep it and make candles out of it. I was going to say, like, you could, like, make some good fries. Whoa. Human fat fries? Peyton blubber fries. Trademark that. That's a, that's a yes. good... Peyton, like, the, like a deep fried and whale blubber. Oh, yeah, that'd be, be, that'd be blubber one, nuggets. That'd be once. Oh, dude, it's just it's just deep fried blubber. Yeah, they had that on the Fairly Odd Parents. That's what I was referencing. Blubber nuggets. It was an old episode, bro. You remember Chip Skylark? Shiny teeth and me, dude. Fairly Odd Parents was oh. goaded. Uh, to a point, and then it just got so stale. What? Yeah, like, after they introduced the baby, like, it just... 
Let's uh, go. Poof? Yeah, it just... Dude. It got significantly Dude. worse. Did you... Have you ever, like, seen the the uh, theory that, like, uh, it's, it's not uh, Quas... It's not Cosmos and Wanda's baby? Yeah. Or, like, the fact that uh, Wanda's not the mother? Yeah. It's, it's the... It's the... It's the that's the Latino one. Yeah, but of his purple eyes. Yeah, but male fairies are the ones that give birth. Who says that that guy's a male? He, In today's he, age, you can't you can't determine by yes, looks. Yes, but at the t- at the time, he is like presented as hyper masculine. Like that is he is definitely a male fairy. So that just means him and Cosmo you, had a one off fling. Are you uh, assuming this fairy's gender? No, I'm not assuming it. It's literally what's said in the show. It's not assuming. What's his name? What's the Wandissimo. Wandissimo? Yeah. What how do you spell that? I have no clue. Juan John Juan Dissimo. Wandissimo. There it is. Wandissimo. Magnifico. Wandissimo Magnifico. He was a side villain. Yeah, he was a villain in a couple areas. He was uh, uh Remy Buxaplanes fairy, if I remember correctly. Ah. Uh, yeah. Why do I remember this? I do. I don't know, dude. But uh, uh, you can't tell me that, like, looking at that fairy, that he is not at the very least masculine presenting. Wandissimo Magnifico, uh, Smasher Pass. Uh, he's a Latino fairy. He skips leg day, but. Holy hell, arms, pecs. arms and pecs, uh, abs are kind of underwhelming. He has a four pack, but then again, fairies are also like what three feet tall, so it's pretty good. Um, got perfect teeth. Every um, every character in Fairly Odd Parents, except for Mister Crocker and Timmy, have perfect teeth. I don't want to know what this comic. Is. That's a deviant art comic. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna go any more into the. We're not going to go any more into the... There's a fat Wandissimo. Wandissimo oh, weight that's, gain. Oh, that's Pregnant Cosmo. What? Yeah, there was Pregnant Cosmo. Did you not see it? Ah, uh, dude, that was scarring, too. Because, <laughs> you know... Like, how many people were like, wait, like, men can get pregnant? Yeah. I, I, I knew that was wrong. Yeah. I was like, wait, the men get pregnant? Because like, I always knew that females, like, you know, women get pregnant. Yeah. But they are magical beings from a different dimension, so. Whenever I'm talking, whenever I think about Cosmo being pregnant, I think of the most unholy things imaginable. I'm... I'm conflicted at the moment of whether or not I should ask you what things you're thinking about. The cussy. It makes me think. Are fairy anatomy switched? Maybe. Is Wanda like, packing? Ooh, Wanda's. If they were, Wanda's definitely packing. She's packing that heat? Oh, definitely. But if it wasn't, it'd be like how hyenas give birth. How do hyenas give birth? You know what? I, nah. I will tell you after the podcast. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I don't, this doesn't This doesn't need to go on the podcast. Yeah, it's... You degenerate. 
I actually I watched a uh, a video on like weird animals today, and the hyena was on there basically. Weird animals was, giving birth. Not not giving watch birth. Mojo top ten. Not giving birth, but like you know, like just weird animal facts in general. Number like, ten. Hyenas giving birth. Yeah, like hyenas. There was one on hyenas giving birth. There was how bed bugs mated. How do bed bugs mate? It's was this like a top ten weirdest animals giving like mating? Uh, the, the it was a uh, it was a animated series on uh, Dropout. That's like college humorous thing. Ah, called What the Fuck One Hundred One. Ah, and there was a particular episode. Episode one, episode three. Yeah, animals giving birth. I think it was the third episode. Was, <laughs> I've never seen it, it. It was about different animals that like about how they breed, like the really weird ones. Yeah. And anyway, they like they had like three different ones that it showed. It showed like some type of mouse. It showed a bed bug, and then it showed uh the hyena. Anyway, how bed bugs mate? It's through a process they call traumatic insemination. All right. <laughs> uh, the male bedbug's penis is sharp like a sword, and he he doesn't go in through a hole. He makes a hole. The bedbug is the top predator of the rapists. Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, because well, it's like it's not only it's not only female bedbugs. They also do it to other male bedbugs and random bugs they find. And the bugs they find turn black, swell up, and die. What? Yeah, it's because apparently bed bug semen, a lot of insects are allergic to it, except for bed bugs. Dude, I didn't I didn't think I didn't I didn't think I'd learn I would talk about this. But I'm kind of scared of bed bugs now. Oh, they can't do it to humans. Their swords are too small. But believe me, if there was a human-sized bed bug, they would. A human-sized bed bug. Yeah. That horrifies me after learning this. I, ne- I, I like if you would have asked me, not even thirty minutes ago, if if I had to fight a human-sized like bed bug. What I win, I would have said definitely. Yeah. What are they gonna do? And now they're gonna rape me. Yeah, with a sword penis through my stomach. Yeah, they 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 make a hole. They might as well be as bad as dolphins. Dolphins are pretty bad. Yeah, oh, like yeah. like they always say like you know like they're the most violent animals on earth. No, it's the bed bug. Uh, actually, there was another episode of that that I watched later on because I watched like the whole se- I watched like the whole series. I binge watched it again because I could, and it was talking about how it was a there was an episode on cute animals and how they're not actually cute and they're kind of fucked up. And dolphins was one of them. Throw bed bugs on there, yeah. like I mean, I don't like they weren't cute, but I thought they were harmless. Uh, yeah, but yeah, they. I want a Ted Bundy bed bug. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy, what? Ted Bundy, Ted Bundy, bedbug. Explain. Have like a serial killer that's like a Ted Bundy. You know, all the girls like him, and then he kills him. Yeah, but it's a bedbug. Bedbug, yeah. <sighs> okay, okay. Make a Netflix series on it. 
Get the people from like uh, Loudmouth. Big Mouth? Big Mouth. Get, get them to animate it. <laughs> About a bed bug serial killer? Yeah. No, they, no, we, we, no. We have to get our own animators, and that's our show. I can sell to the creators of Blau- Big Mouth. You could. You could. Start up money for better stuff for the podcast. And we could get the actors from Big Time Rush to voiceover. <laughs> from Big Time. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. My God. I think it'd be a hit. We could, we could get like an HBO Max original. Yeah. Yeah, where you know we have a little bit more freedom. Yeah, um, we can get psychic pe- psychic pebbles to do a voiceover. He did Smiling Friends. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, we could, we get, we can get him. Have him, have him on as a writer. Make him an official member of the Who Cares podcast team. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I would Who love knows? one. I would love one day to have him on. That would be great. He's a, he's an amazing guy, definitely. But I still have not watched Smiling Friends yet. I you need to. to. It's good. It's a. Uh, I I watched it as soon as it came out. What's it on? Like Hulu or? Um, it's on H. It's on HBO Max. Okay. It might be on Hulu. It's not. It might be on YouTube. Yeah. But I know it's not on Netflix. Yeah, I know it's not on Netflix, or else I would have already watched it. Yeah, it's good though. Um, only like eight eight episodes so far. Oh, there are a clip for season two. Yeah, of it, which I'm pretty glad. Uh, something I'm super excited about. Uh, you know the show Invincible on uh, yeah. Amazon Prime. They got cleared for season two, and they're starting to work on it. But they've also been cleared for season three. So there is confirmed going to be at least three seasons of it. I've not watched a single episode of Invincible, Dude. but I've seen so many clips on YouTube that I might as well have seen all of the, all of it. It's such a good. I recommend it is. watching it. It's awesome. I I like that like that genre that's coming about of superhero movies where it's like yeah the superheroes are kind of shitty people like that's my that's my new favorite genre of superhero movie yeah well uh, then you you'd love the new Doctor Strange really yeah it's it's horrible the movie's god awful okay I'm not talking about necessarily bad movies though just the the superheroes are bad awful. superhero yeah uh, bad horrible like they're awful people or. Everything about the movie is bad. Characters are bad. Writing was bad. Okay, well, I get, the visuals weren't bad. Visuals okay. were stunning. But horrible movie. That's why I went and seen the drive-in theater. Okay. I could. I should just went to sleep. Yeah. I almost asked for a refund. <laughs> it was that bad. I, I still want to watch Morbius. It's Morbin time. Mighty Morbin, Morbin Rangers. I mean, didn't you hear it's already made over a more billion in the box office? Oh, uh, more billion. Uh, a more billion, yeah. We need to get more Morbius and then ha- make an orphanage and call it a morphinage. Morbinage. Morbinage. A morbinage. Not to take out a mortgage on the morbinage. A more morbage on a morbid. <laughs> uh, they take out a morbage on the morbinage. <laughs> Morphinage. Morbinage. Uh, oh. Uh, what? I don't even know, man. What'd you say? I didn't say Make it. Take out a... I said take out a mortgage on the morbinage. Making... Um, 
Morbkin, more Morbinage, on a more morphinage, on a morphinage. What is going on? Morbin time. It's Morbin time. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be the title of this episode. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the episode title episode. It's Morbin time. It's Morbin time. Welcome back to the Morbin podcast. I'm more I'm Morbius and my co-host is Morbius. Today on the Morbius podcast, it's Morbin time. Just yeah, it's not it's no longer the Who Cares podcast. We are a podcast dedicated it's to the Mor- Morbius. It's, it's the Morbius podcast. Morbius and Morbius lore. Yeah. Uh, did you know when Morbius morbs, he morbs? <laughs> oh really? <laughs> I thought instead of morbing, he morbed. He that's past tense. Oh, okay, okay. So he's still currently morbing. He's morbing. He's always morbing. It's Morbius. Okay, okay. that that makes sense. Morbius being constantly morbing. Yeah, that, that yeah that makes more sense than what I was thinking. I want morbing to be like like a new like a new term for like well, it's, peak. Oh, you're, pe- you're peaking. You're morbing. Oh, I thought we were just gonna use it like how Smurfs use Smurf. <laughs> what? Oh, whenever like, they're like, how, wait, how do they do that? Okay, so. You know how you know the Smurfs movies and yeah yeah yeah. Just randomly in the sentence, instead of like instead of something, it doesn't even matter what it is. Sometimes it's an adjective, sometimes it's a verb, sometimes it's a noun. They'll just replace a word with Smurf. I'm gonna name my daughter Morbet. Morbet, because <laughs> <laughs> he had Smurfette. Yeah, Morbet. Dad, what was that name after? Sit down, daughter. I got a I got a story of twenty years to tell you. Just show her every episode of the Morbius podcast. I'm gonna show her. I'm gonna show her the beginning of time when Morbius created the universe. Morb, Morb, Morbius is God. <laughs> Morb, the Morbverse. All hail Morb. All hell Morb. <laughs> Morb and his son Morbius, who came to forgive us of our sins. Morbius comes down the chimney and gives you presents every Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? Oh my god, this has become a train wreck in the best way. Yeah, Morbius is the Easter Bunny hopping down the Morbin Trail. <laughs> Morbin down the Morbin Trail? Yeah, he's Morbin down the Morbin Trail. Yeah. Making out morbages for the mor- morphinage, morb morphinage. Remember, kids, if you lose a tooth, you got to put it under the pillow so the morb fairy can get it. We're gonna make a morb morb morbnopoly. It's a monopoly game. <laughs> it's just Morbius. <laughs> the Matrix, but it's just Morpheus or Morbin Morb. Morbus, the Morbiatrix. Mor- what's his What's his name? Morbius. Yeah, Morbius is the character. I don't know like what his like you know. I uh, I, 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 keep, is. I keep on saying Mor Mor Morpheus. Mor- that's yeah. It's Morbius. Who's Morpheus? Is that the guy? Morpheus from? is uh the the uh, the guy from Matrix. Fi- it's uh, Fishburne from Matrix. The, yeah, the guy yeah, who yeah, Lawrence yeah, Fishburne yeah, plays. Yeah, 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 yeah. Morpheus. No way. Morpheus. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. He's the guy that Lawrence Fishburne plays. Ah. 
which Fishburne is such an interesting last name. Like, you know, last names come about from something. What's, what's Morbius's last name? I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure, like, what the Morbius, like, alien, like, the, you know what I'm talking about, like, the secret identity or whatever, the super, like, not superhero name. Mor- Morbius. It's Morbin time. What's Morbius's last name? You might want to get it off him. What's your Morbius name? <laughs> we got to do that. Uh, his the, name is Dr. Michael Alexander Morbius. You know, I'm just saying. If, if who, I, who is Morby? Notable aliases Morby. Morby? I think that means it's just another name that he goes by because it says aliases. Wait, um, Marvel. Yeah, Marvel. You know, if, uh, yeah, it's, it's just Morbius. It's just another name for Morbius. Dude, I got so, uh, oh, oh, Al- Alias is, yeah, is Mike. So, <laughs> yeah. so he's Michael Alexander Morbius. If I ever have the option to name a son. I'm going to name him Michael Alexander and not tell him why. <laughs> no, he's going to have he's going to have two middle names. His first name's going to be Michael, and it's going to be Alexander Morbius Fox. You know, dude, perfect. Someone is going to name their kid Morbius. <laughs> that person is me. <laughs> yeah. My my wife is not going to know what hit her when I hit when I hit his birth certificate with the white out. Oh well, before before she has a chance to name it, you bring the doctor aside and just sign it, the birth certificate real quick. So, uh, what's what's your child's name? Morbius. Last name, Mike. Morbius Mike. Morbius Mike sounds like a wrestler. Yeah, that, I was going to say now coming to the ring, Morbius Mike. Oh. oh no, he's Morbin to the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's Morbius with a steel chair. <laughs> <laughs> he's about to do his finisher, the Morbin. Morbius man, Randy Savage. He's gonna morb ya. <laughs> sounds, like a, sounds like a sexual assault move. <laughs> oh. Give me old Morbin. You know, there is... I'm surprised they decided to make a Morbius movie, like, out of all the characters that Marvel has. Dude, I didn't even know who that, what that character was, and I've not seen the movie still. I, I knew who he was. I, I wanted to go see the movie. It's just I haven't had the opportunity to. Yeah, and then uh, it's so bad. Yeah, it's... Jared Leto is on a second strike for superhero movies. He's been in, he's been in two DC films. He's been in... What was the other one that he was in? I know he was in a. Uh, he was in, he played the Joker in Suicide. Two, yeah, two movies for them. Okay, I didn't know that he was in the second. I didn't know he was in another one. He was in the second Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, they did come out with a second Suicide. Yeah, Squad. Yeah, he was in that one, but like, and Suicide Squad was all right, but I didn't care for. There, there is a superhero team that they will that DC made that. I want them to make a movie of it, but they never will. 
Mm. And it's it's the Section 8 superhero team. That's going to need its own podcast, Peyton. I know. Me and my... Section 8 has my favorite superheroes in it. Like, my, my favorite superhero used to be Green Lantern. Yeah, but, now it's Dog Welder. Yeah, now it's Dog Welder. And Got I it. will not explain anything about Dog Welder until we do an episode on it. Look up Dog Welder on Google for anyone listening. It's... He is... The best superhero. It's mind-numbing on his power is he welds dogs to people. Yeah, but he also can harness the power of other dog welders from the past and use that power to weld stars together. But only the the Sirius A and Sirius B, which are the dog stars. (laughs) Whoever created Dog Welder, I'm glad they're dead. They're not. You're not? No. Not yet. <laughs> Dude, the entire section eight team gonna, is crazy. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna I'm gonna dress up as I'm gonna dress up as dog welder and just staple dogs to him. <laughs> but yeah, like another member of it, his name is Bueno Excelante. Bueno Excelante. Yes. He is a overweight uh, Hispanic man. Clearly. What yeah. what what gave it away? And all he says is bueno and excelente and chuckles creepily. You want to know what his superpower is? Eating Takis? No. Intimidation via the threat or action of sexual assault. (laughs) That is his superpower. (laughs) What's his name? Bueno excelente. Bueno right there excelente bueno excelente he is a very wow he yeah he is like i said uh he's actually canonically married was a perverted sex offender whose skills earned him a place on the hero team section eight yes this is why dc sucks dc is i i like dc better than marvel whenever Uh, it comes to the actual comic books this is why DC sucks. Hey, Marvel's probably had some trash characters, too. No. But, yeah, there's, let's see, what all members? There's there's Six Pack, who he drinks alcohol and throws beer bottles at people. There's, I want to say his name is Squeaks or something like that. He's just a homeless man. Or Squats, Squats. He's just a homeless man. Uh, there's Friendly Fire, who he can shoot energy from his hands, but he never hits his target. He actually ended up dying because he accidentally shot himself in the head trying to shoot, like, an alien or something like that. Powers and abilities. Intimidation. Bueno Excelente's only real heroic ability is to scare people with the threat and act of sexual assault. Yes. Bueno Excelente is described as a pervert, but is more accurately a rapist. Yes. He and Six Pack were the only members of Section 8 to, to survive the battle against the many angled ones. Yeah, that's how the first dog welder died. The second dog welder died. Or the first one that appeared in the comics. The second dog welder died whenever he fused the dog stars together. It, it's a rabbit hole, man. Like, it, it is... I'm just going to say it again. This is why DC sucks. DC is the best. 
Dude, who came up with Blano Excelente? A fat Mexican dude who thinks his, his only power is he sexually assaults people. Yeah. Dude, he's just Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, he, he's canonically married in the new uh in the new Section 8 team to uh her name is Guts. Uh I think I don't remember exactly what she does, but I think she has like control over her own intestines. It's weird. Oh yes. It's <sighs> hang on. Guts? Yeah. Yeah, Bueno Excelente's wife, Guts. Well, it says uh it says that he was only he was married to Lobo. It's, or that might have been who I was thinking of. It's Lobo does not have control of his own guts, but I don't know. I I could be wrong. It's been a while since I've read about that, but but yeah, it's oh, it was it's a ride, man. It's a ride. I will gladly go on one of these days and just do an episode that's me ranting about Dog Welder. I'll let you do it to yourself. You want you want to ramble by yourself for however long it takes you to, to get the, the the full dog dog welder lore. <laughs> I'm just gonna record it and send you an audio file and be like, upload it. <laughs> you want to get into some questions? I I'm I'm down for some questions. Yeah. Um... How am I supposed to tell my friend that faking to be gay to go to a girl's sleepover is messed up? Yo, bro, that's kind of cringe. Um, user was white shadow 829 On Reddit? Yeah. Uh, Alright. Gotta specify, gotta specify. Yeah. Um, so, white shadow, in case you're listening to this in the near or distant future. Uh... You, you just tell him, yo, bro, that's kind of cringe. I mean, is it wrong? Yeah, it is, because you're going there under false pretenses. Now, where, like, where I could see, like, the morality being kind of, like, iffy is if he, like, wasn't pretending to be gay, but they just assumed he was. Yeah. That's where it would kind of get iffy. But if he's, like, you know, like, telling them he's gay, then it's... That's where it gets, like... You're gay. All right. Prove it. <laughs> did it, did it, did it, did it. Do music plays. Oh, God. Um, how do I... Uh, you just straight up tell him, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, you you, you literally go, yo, bro, that's kind of cringe. Like, I would never fake being gay to yeah. go to a girl's sleepover because that's just too much work for me. Yeah, it's like... But... What are they going to do when they find out you're not gay after the fact, though? That's like... That's like... It's like... Uh, a it's like a sexual harassment charge waiting to happen later on. True. Like just just don't fake being gay to go to a girl's sleepover. Simple as that. Um, if you want to go to a girl's sleepover, you just ask. Like, yo, I'm straight, but can I go? Here's a good one. Why do planes not have doctors always working on them? There's so many planes that go through like a day. It'd be so hard to do that. Have a course. It's like a plane doctor, where it's like you're. Well, if you're gonna do EMT. that, EMT. 
Just have EMT. If you're going to do that, just train just train the air marshal that's on the planes to do it. Uh, three because, more dubs. Yeah. But, like, what what are the odds that someone's going to have a heart attack and a terrorist attack on the same plane at the same time? Just train the air marshal to do it. What if um, someone dies on the plane and they have to revive them? And, like, if they don't revive them, a, like, a bomb in their chest will go off. Like, it's only being stopped by their Throw blood. Throw the Yeah, but then, like, no, it does, like... That would depressurize the cabin, but... Then die. Yeah. Well. But... I don't know. I mean, like, we could have, like, an EMT on there. You could have, like, an EMT or just, like, a... Even... I, that'd be cool to be an EMT for a plane. That would be kind of cool. Travel, travel the world. Yeah. Um... Why is it okay for African Americans to dislike and discriminate against Asian people? This was sent in by reality. Um, it, it's not okay. Well, reality, um, here's a check. Reality check for you. But um, um, it, it is okay for African Americans to dislike and discriminate against Asian people because African Americans are also discriminated and disliked. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of like a kind of like a fair play, yeah. you know. It's like a fair use clause on YouTube. <laughs> That's the weirdest <laughs> way you could have described that. Um, I mean, do you discriminate against Asian people? Against Asian people? Yeah. No, I mean, everyone has their stereotypes that like they hold in their head, but like, what's the first Asian stereotype you think of whenever you think of one? They're normally pretty good at math. I know a pretty dumb Asian. I do too. Oh. I know a few. And then why is that your first thing? Because that's just like the cultural stereotype. With you might as well call it racist, but Ricefield. <laughs> Ricefield. Yeah, Ricefield. Like as soon as you say Asian, I think rice. Welcome and to the Ricefields, motherfucker. I actually think about Farmville Two is rice plot. That is like you say Asian. I immediately like, think you specifically think of Farmville Two rice plot because it it looks like um, it's like three rows of dirt with water in between them, and then the rice is grown out of the water. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Let's see. Um. I'm trying to look up a good, uh... See if you can find any... Why is there a term... Why is there a term toxic masculinity, but not toxic, uh, femininity? Because... Mm. Mm. I know what I want to say. Say it. My personal beliefs on this is that the people going around saying toxic masculinity are the ones who are the ones exemplifying toxic femininity. So, they're, of course, they're not going to make their own term for themselves. It's a hot topic. I know it is, and that's my hot take, and that's... I'm sad that I don't, I don't have an opinion on this, because this would be a really good debate. It would be. But, um, let's just say... I'm just going to argue against you for the sake of arguing, because I want to <laughs> get your thought out of it. Okay. So, you think that the people who are shouting toxic masculinity are actually... Toxic femininity? Yeah. 
I mean, Infinity. not all of them, of course, but I Let's think... Explain it more. So... In, in more depth. So, we have the idea of toxic masculinity. It's like, you know, men holding in their emotions, all that, you know. Everyone, everyone knows what toxic masculinity, like, the idea is. Yeah. Well, toxic femininity is, again, the more female version of it. It's the going behind people's back, backstabbing them, uh, doing things like that. It's like, you have your masculine traits, and yeah. then you have the... The cl- I should say classically masculine traits and then the classically feminine ones. Yeah. It's where they take the the feminine traits where it's going after your social status, going after you socially. Because, uh, I hate quoting this, but in the words of Jordan Peterson, uh, and of course not an exact quote because I'm awful with those, but basically, it ends up being men are more physically aggressive, but women are more socially and go after your social status. I mean, let's be honest. You can say a lot of stuff about a woman, mm-hmm. but the only thing women really throw at you were no bitches. Mm-hmm. Which is going after your social status. Small penis. Again, social status. I mean, and physical. But... Um, Low-paying job. Mm-hmm. That's toxic femininity. That is, exactly. And, of course, I'm not denying the existence of toxic masculinity. Oh, yeah. Because there are people who are, you know, that, you know, the dude bros that are super toxic. The giga chads. Yeah, but... The sorority boys. But I think that it is way overrepresented, the people crying out toxic masculinity and not enough crying on the toxic femininity of it. I agree with you. I'm glad we got this out. This is a very, uh... This is a very important topic. Yeah, it is. It's after all we talked about this episode, just hitting them, hitting them right now with the. Let's be honest. Like this, like I feel like whenever every time we have it, we make an episode, we're like edging an aneurysm. Yeah, and we get closer and closer to the day where it's gonna, we're gonna bust. <laughs> About a <to> bust. <laughs> <laughs> but. But as soon as I think we're going to reach that point where there's, we're not going to be able to turn, we'll always come back. Yeah. Like, the first 40, 50 minutes of this episode is going to be absolute trash. But then, then like, but then you get, like, you get, like, but, my, you know, I've taken some, I've taken, like, some, uh, like, ADHD medicine, and I've started the focus. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, I'm going to shoot up heroin in a second, and uh, <laughs> we're going to start talking about, you know... Doggy daycare centers getting abortions. <laughs> Before we talk about that, though, but yeah, I mean, like, like, like I was like, like with that though, it's like, you know, I, I think we need to call out, we need to call out the bullshit on both sides. Uh, let's do it right now. I mean, um, let's just call it the let's just call it out right now. Yeah. Well, like. Like, one of the big things, again, with the toxic masculinity is men holding in their emotions. That That's something we talked about kind of earlier with the uh, abuse with the Johnny Depp story and all that. Yeah. You know, people expect, the society as a whole expects men to hold in their emotions, be strong, all of that. But, and that's, it is okay to hold in emotions to an extent. You do need to let them out, but there is a time and a place for it. But our society has twisted that into a way where men should never show their emotion. It's it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if you're in a really bad situation, it is natural to 
put that thought off like you know like <laughs> the way you were scratching your chin i'm sorry that sorry distract, I, it distracted I'm, me i'm deep in the like uh like imagine joe rogan just sitting there wide eye kind of mouth up a little bit just taking it all in i'm taking it all in right now but like and it, it makes sense because during a crisis situation there has to be someone there who's level-headed and able to get you through it yes and that it makes sense to delay showing our emotions to be able to do that kind of stuff. But most guys just keep on delaying it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Until... And that and that's due to societal pressure. I mean, you know, you you've growing up as a man, you've probably heard, you know, the boys don't cry thing, all that. Uh I, I for most I've of my heard life, of boys don't cry. <laughs> it's all about you, girl. <laughs> No, that's boys who cry. Ah, that's, that's yeah. See, SpongeBob helping with that toxic masculinity. Yeah. Boys and, who cry. Yeah. And it, it's. It's all it, about it's, you, Pearl. It, 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 it's good, too. It's just. When it, I get an issue, I just get some tissues. It, it's, it's just as bad to be over emotional as it is to be under emotional. Take it or leave it. It would mean either, either like there's no one who is just normally emotional. Yeah, exactly. Either but, you are too emotional or you're not emotional enough. Mm -hmm. But it, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it's, it's a societal issue. It is something we need to fix as a society. Okay. So men, you know, men aren't using their emotions correctly. Yeah. That's society's mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. What's, what's females, what, what's females doing? Well, that's, you know, going back to what you said, like females, like their whole, like, you know, calling a guy an incel for any argument. Yeah, it it's like it, it they especially with the Internet, the advent yeah. of the Internet, women, so it seems, are more verbal with their violence in the again, in the terms of Jordan. Yeah, Peterson. they're more. I'm not going to say they're more likely to insult people, but I mean, it, it, they it, are. It is to an extent. It is women. Women. Women are, tend women? to go for societal, like you know, social uh, reputation destruction. That's the word I was looking for. I mean, like, let's be honest. You get two guys mad at each other. They're gonna punch each other. They're gonna do like they're gonna punch each other. They're gonna fight, and then that'll be the end of it. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. Females. It's like it's it's literally you know. It's a whole, it's a long war. Yeah, it's they're going to be them. going behind each other's backs and talking not, crap and, about. And again, not to say guys don't do that either. No, but it is more prevalent. Yeah, I mean, literally, you see every single like teen drama movie. Yeah, the girls exactly. are talking crap about each other. Yeah, and then the guys, whenever the they guys, have a problem, they have a problem with it, they're just like, "Yo, dude, you have a problem like, with me? I'm going to punch the, you in the face." Yeah, they beat the hell each other. Exactly, and, and then and then they're fine. And that's one of the differences. And whenever you have it in smaller communities like towns and like high schools, even it's it's not good, but it gets cranked up to an eleven whenever you're able to do it over the internet. Uh huh. And like I said, it goes back to that reputation destruction. You know, like and what you were saying, where it seems like they're only things like insult or like you know calling you an incel, uh, saying you don't have a good paying job, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's them using that reputation destruction because if they say it, even if 
someone who doesn't know that's looking in on it, who doesn't know anything about you, yeah, they're going to start getting that idea in, in their head. Mm-hmm. And whenever that starts happening, that it snowballs. Yeah. And it could potentially ruin your reputation. The, yeah. I mean, if you're a nobody, then it, you, you have a fair chance of just getting under it. But yeah. if it gains traction on the internet from someone yeah. who has somewhat of a following... Well, even then, like, even if it's, like, not even, like, a big person, just, like, that particular thing gets a following. Yeah. It it can really come back and bite you. And it's, it's, that's a big issue. And then another one is, I believe people don't hold women accountable enough for their actions. Johnny Depp. Yep. Versus Amber Heard. I mean, look exactly. at that. That is... That is- that is the absolute. We start. We this this episode has been great. This is the key topic. Of this mm-hmm. episode. And this topic, look at Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp. Exactly. A woman abused a man mm-hmm. emotionally, physically. Yeah. You know, as you know, physically beating him up, cut his finger off. Yeah. Defecated in his bed. Yeah. Blamed it on their four-pound dog, which that's mm. has been has has literally said on recording. No that one's gonna you, believe you because you're, you're a man. man. Yeah, exactly. Amber Heard is the key. Is literally the textbook definition of female or, of toxic femininity. femininity. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's that like, and and I'm not saying like you know men should be holding women accountable because that's. It should be other both, women. Both sides should be held accountable. Exactly. And it's it's one of those things where it's like, you know, women need to keep other women in check. Men need to keep other men in check to make sure. And, of course, we do need to work on the with the other side as well. But one of the big issues in our society is we're propagating it on each side. Like, again, with the whole, you know, boy shouldn't cry thing. I mean, that is that was taught from a dad to their son or whatever. Yeah. And that's, it's became, you know, that chain, you don't, need to break that chain. Don't cry, I'll get all, don't cry, or I'll stop give crying, I'll give you something to cry about. Exactly. And, you know, and there are some times, I'm not going to say that's justifiable, yeah. but especially whenever kids, like, you you need to learn how to control your emotions. There are some things where it's like, hey, you, you really shouldn't be crying over this. But at the same time, they're a kid. Yeah. And there's a lot of times, you know, personally in my childhood, that I never, I never got to express emotions because mm. I was told, you know, why are you crying? Yeah, so I'm upset. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I guys get upset. Exactly. And and I I am lucky for, a, until I was about ten, I was raised between my grandparents and my mom. I you know didn't have a father figure in my life. Yeah. Uh, other than my grandpa, but yeah, my grandpa was my grandpa definitely did not help with the whole, you know, toxic masculinity thing. You know, mm-hmm. that was, but that's beside the point. And so I, I, I was raised by my mom, so I was raised. You know, it's okay to show your emotions. Yeah, well, and I think that's helped me a lot. And, now there are stuff I do, I do hold in, mm-hmm. but. I, I like to think I'm a lot more open about how I feel than a lot of men are because and, of that. And there's been studies made, shown, where 
single mothers raising kids, the kids are shown to, to show more emotion. Mm-hmm. Because whenever you whenever you get a boy and you rate and it's raised by a single mother, it's proven that that that, that man will have more fem, a more feminine side. Exactly. Well, traditionally feminine, we should say, because whole gender rules thing. That's yeah, well, we're not getting to that. We're traditional. Yeah. It, they will. When we say masculine or feminine, we are meaning the traditional definitions of it. I mean, and you know, whenever you raise a sing, whenever a single father raising kids, it's you know they're going to have that toxic masculinity. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah. And that, that's why two-parent households are the best environment to raise a kid. But we're not going to get into that because yeah. that's a whole... But it's it's because you have that balancing influence, though. It's like, you know, yes, it's okay to show your emotions, but there's a time and a place to do so. Yeah. that That's what I think is, you know, that that's, that's why it's good to have that. But we're not going to get any further into that. Yeah, and, and, you know... I'm young, but if I get into a if I get into a father position, you know, if some unlucky woman decides to have a kid with me, you know, you know, every single generation they always say I want to break that chain, you know, that bad thing in my family. It's and I don't know how to. I don't know how. I'm kind of lost in the. I'm kind of lost in the moment here. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how you know because from my upbringing, how I could effectively, you know, give show them mm-hmm. both sides of that. Yeah. Because I, I mean, you know, being raised, you know, because I was raised by a single mom for a little bit, but then I had a stepdad, and like I never really got the feminine side or the masculine side. Yeah. It was, I kind of like got a middle ground. Yeah, which um, the middle ground, like I was saying, is kind of that ideal. But it, it, I never – but the thing was, it's not like – I say that not like a really good way in the sense yeah. of like nothing really ever happened because like – Yeah. So you got it like – I'm trying to like think of how this – Yeah. Like how I was mentioning like it's good to have that balancing. There was you no, had like a negative like – Yes, in the sense of – It was balanced. It was just balanced – the other way around in the sense of uh there was never a place to cry mm-hmm. but like by my like i just never cried to anyone mm-hmm. so you know, you know like i was always told it was good to cry mm-hmm. but there was never a time to cry yeah and that's that's not something that i want for my future generation mm-hmm you know, we need we need more of a safe space for guys to get Be that get to. that motion amount. Yeah, and I think just that alone, especially with our, our generation that we're in now, yeah. becoming more aware of it. And I mean, you know, in a few years, again, our generation and some of them even now are having kids. They're doing that. They're raising children. There. Yeah, I mean, I graduated, and you know, not too long ago, and people I know from school are already having kids. And yeah. So I think with our generation knowing that, like knowing, hey, this is an issue, I think the upcoming generations are going to be better whenever it comes I don't, to it. Because really. right now, you ask any girl, is it okay for men to cry? 
uh-huh. 99% chance time, they'll say, oh, yeah, I don't know why men cry. I don't cry. Yeah, but then they take that and then they bring it up later on but and then, use it as a weapon against you. Yeah. Which is toxic femininity. Yes. You know, most of the time, women will turn, mm-hmm. you know, a vulnerable state, which you're in, and against you. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, that's why, like, I've... I've I've had a lot of girlfriends in the past. I don't bring up some of the stuff that has happened with me, even if we're we've been dating for a while, because I'm I'm scared to let that out to someone who might turn it against me. Oh, I understand, I understand completely. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand. I understand that personally. Mm-hmm. And you have, you know, you have that role of a. Uh, you haven't had anyone, you know, in your life. Don't have to cry. And then you meet someone. And mm-hmm. the first time it's like, oh, I have that person to be completely vulnerable, vulnerable with. And then it folds upon yourself. And that doesn't ha- but then, But then you ask them, can men cry? Yes, men can cry. I don't know why. Hmm. You know, I hate the stigma of, yeah. um, you know, men shouldn't cry. Hmm. Okay. Whenever a guy comes to you. Cries in your shoulder, like you cries in your lap, your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Don't turn that on him. Like what, what What are you gonna do when you guys break up? Yeah, exactly. And that I think, in and of itself, is propagating toxic masculinity because you have to fix one to fix the other. Yeah. Because like, whenever that happens, a guy is less likely to show his emotions to an, to another person because they've got hurt once. It's like it's like sticking your hand on a stove as a kid. You touch, you know, like a lit, you you know that whole, whole yeah. analogy. Oh, trust me, I touch, I touched a car lighter. Yeah, it's my, like to my thumb once. Yeah, never did it again. Yeah, it's you touch it once, realize, hey, that's that's not good, that hurts, and then you never do it again. Oh man, I opened up to a, I opened up to someone I cared about, and then they turn it on me. Never doing that again. Yeah, and then that makes toxic again, masculinity. Yeah, and then even if later, even if later on, you do find someone else and you have a kid with them. You know, if if you're even if you don't mean to, you're teaching your kid that. Yeah. Because oh, I got yelled at for crying, and I'm never going to cry again. Exactly, and it's just a vicious cycle that you have to actively try to break. And you know, our, I mean, and the biggest fear as a father is, will I break it? Exactly. Or as a society, you know, as as a person in society, am I going to break? Am I going to break out of the chains that are holding me back? Than the way I was raised. Yeah. And of course, there, there, like I said, there is a lot of that toxic masculinity. And there's other stuff involved in toxic masculinity. But that is one of the biggest ones there. Yeah. Is that men don't show their emotions. No. But in order to fix that, we have to fix the aspect of toxic femininity where they're using it against people. And, you have, and then, of course, there's there's aspects of toxic masculinity that make to, that you have to fix before you can fix the toxic femininity of it. Yeah. Like whenever it comes to certain beauty standards. Yeah. Which a lot of beauty standards were actually it's women to women. Let's be honest. Makeup and stuff is a woman ran business mm-hmm. for women. Yeah. I mean, I hate makeup on a, on a girl. I, I don't mind. I don't mind it. I don't like, I, don't, I don't care for it. I, I like it when it looks like natural. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, if they want to wear makeup, that's that's fine. That's good. It's on their that. choice. Yeah, but yeah. but it's like I 
I personally don't like the makeup that a lot of people like, where it's, you know, the big, thick lashes that go up to your eyebrows, the bright blue eyeshadow or whatever. Like, if you're, personally, I like the makeup that looks more that, it, it what's the word, it uh, accentuates your natural features rather than. Just by the 50s. Yeah. Makeup, like, you know, powder, lipstick. Yeah. Eyeliner, that's about it. That's what I prefer. Classic. Yeah, that's what I prefer because even if you took that away, you still have that natural beauty that's underneath it. Yeah, and that's what I like too. It's like... But, I mean, I would rather just have, you know, I'd rather just see you for you. Yeah. Because if I'm dating you or if I find you attractive, it's probably not because you're wearing makeup. It's like adding MSG to food. Like... It's a weird, it's Uncle, a weird analogy. Uncle but, Roger fans will be out there, but it it's you'll you'll get you get the analogy. At yeah, least. You know, I MSG. know you cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yes, the food is good, but you add the MSG, it opens up the flavors that are already there. It just accentuates them, shows them like makeup opens up what's already there. Exactly, it to draws, a certain extent. Yeah, yeah, it draws your attention to those features that are already really nice on them. But if you're doing it. The natural look, but girls can also completely alter their appearance by makeup. Yeah, what do men have? Beards. Yeah, and beards. sometimes that's beards, mustache. Sometimes that's all. It's, that's all it takes. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's some guys that look completely different, clean shaven compared to not. I do. Yeah, yeah. Whenever you shave, dude, you I go from almost twenty to like. 14. 14. Remember, I have a beard. I'm like 23, 25. Yeah, you... And, uh, but, hey, man, if I, ever need to, if I ever need to sneak into high school or something, I'll shave again. Why would you need to sneak into high school? Dude, I don't know. Undercover cop? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Gotta get that... Kinda get that school lunch. <laughs> just breaks into the school just for the free food. Quesadilla, uh, quesadilla day was the day at my school. Yeah. But. Well, uh, man, that took a really philosophical turn. I like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what the last forty minutes was, but hopefully you guys enjoy it. Um, it was off. It was off of a question. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was off. Are we gonna do more Reddit questions? Or are we gonna? We we'll do one more. One more. Yeah. Um. um Best way to steal a girl's heart? Uh, through the ribs. Uh, while she sleep with yeah. a knife. Um, and uh, both of us are single. We cannot answer that question. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling you out. I'm not. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know why our so- our relationship status has to be has to be thrown on the podcast. Uh, if you're interested, neither. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nah, I will not date any of you, and I hope the same is from. I hope the same comes from our listeners as well. Yeah, if if you're if you're into me, you have some trash taste. Like, let's be honest. Here. If you're into me, I'm not interested. Um, I not seeing any good ones. Mm. Thoughts on the L-shaped desk? L-shaped? I mean, I guess it maximizes corner space. Maximizes corner space. Uh, office organization. Yeah. Um, it's a bigger desk. 
without uh, having to be like out more. I, I don't. Mean, know. I, I like the L-shaped desk. File, I mean, built-in filing cabinets. Normally, yeah. Normally, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, like I mean, one out, uh, like one out of ten, like with one out through out ten, of 10. Well, out, out of ten, what are you rating those? I I would say it depends on the particular one, but as a concept, seven out of 10. as a concept, I do six because there's better. There, there is standing desk. Standing desk, I kind of like. I, I mean, it'd be good for me because like I'm yeah. always on the move. Yeah, you could get those steps in while I'm working. Um, yeah, standing desks they're nice because like you can stand up. Yeah, but occasionally you do want to sit. So if it has, um, you're seeing like a uh, like a raising desk, or like if you're sitting on like a like a couch or something, and then you pull it up over the couch. Oh, yeah. I have heard of those. Yeah, those are cool. Those are pretty cool. But um, yeah, so that's the podcast. Yeah, that was. Um, cool. shout out to Patrick. Yeah, of course, shout out to Patrick. Yeah, thanks for being a real one. Um, uh, bang, please sponsor bang, us. Bang, uh, buy Hint Water. We haven't done a single Hint Water ad today. No, we haven't. Um, I've been drinking Hint for my marathon running preparations. Uh, you can find them at Walmart, Casey's, uh, m- most grocery stores. If you can find water, you can probably find, find Hint. Hint. Uh, hint Water. It's an, it's an electrolyte thing. <laughs> is is Hint, Does Hint have added electrolytes? No, it's just water. Water is an electrolyte. Just add salt to it. Um, Hint water made with real fruit. Hey. Um, that is pretty That's That's good. Hint water. They're paying me. <laughs> but um, I'm not getting paid by Bang yet. Yet. Hey, uh, thanks to Rockville for supplying the. Uh, I'm wearing my Rockville shirt are, today. I, I just noticed that. That, yeah. they, that they sent me. Whenever they decided to sponsor the podcast, did they decide this? Oh, they yeah, they gave us. I mean, I, well, they sent the they sent the mic. I thought it just came with the mic. But. Yeah, no, they, they yeah really yeah they gave us these because oh, nice. I, I kind of like put like a description thing on like why I was buying it. Oh, okay, and they were like, oh, well, here's some shirts for some promotion. Okay, so okay. I was like, yeah, but uh, yeah, we're you know get on uh Twitter, uh Facebook, uh join the Discord. Yeah. And uh, anything else? No, that's all I can think of. All right. Go out and be great, guys.